Becoming a mom brings lots of emotions, as well as unexpected experiences, from the high highs of witnessing your children flourish and grow, to the low lows and feelings of shame, guilt, and remorse for the life we once had prior to having kids. The feelings and experiences of motherhood are wild, and I'm here to talk about the good, the bad, and the downright ugly. Hey, it's Jenny Swanson, your host of Chaos and Coffee Motherhood Unfiltered. I am so grateful you're here. Let's get into it. Episode 7, A Tale of Two. Last week we talked about pregnancy and loss, and this week, well, buckle up, bitches, because you're in for a shock. Or maybe just that was my initial thought. I'm still shocked. Let me set the stage for you. Yesterday, Monday, I go in, 7.30 a.m., Vince follows me to my appointment. The girls can't come in, so he goes and sits in my car and hangs out with the girls while I go in for my appointment. And first appointment of the day, I tell them they, like, are going through my paperwork and we're reviewing when it says, like, miscarriages. I was like, you know, I don't know what to call it. I don't, is it a chemical pregnancy? Is it considered a miscarriage? I was like, I, I was just explaining how... The prior month of getting pregnant, I had a very faint positive pregnancy test. And then two days later, I started bleeding. I was cramping, it was heavier, and it lasted like a normal period. And the nurse had said, what blood factor, blood type are you? And I said, I think I'm like 95% sure. I'm B negative. I know I'm negative because I've had to have Rogam for both the girls. And she was like, just so you know, if you ever start bleeding after a positive pregnancy test and you're a negative blood type, you need to call immediately and potentially get Rogam because that could be your body rejecting it. And I was like, oh, great. Okay. Didn't know that. I don't know how I didn't know that. Good to know. And then... She also had mentioned, well, maybe it was implantation bleeding. And I was like, "Mm, girl, I've read about it. And this just felt like a straight up. I mean, it lasted for days. I don't think it was. So we get done and in walks the nurse practitioner. Shout out Quinn. Don't think she'll listen to this, but maybe you never know. I compliment her shoes. I'm like, those are bomb. They were so cute. And we're just kind of chit-chatting. And she starts the sonogram. She's going through. And I pause. And I'm like, is there, is that a second fucking baby? Are there fucking two in there? I'm not even watching my mouth at this point. I am just, consider me deceased. The amount of shock and numbness that passed through my body I felt like I was not even there I mean I was clearly physically there um, but my body felt so light lightheaded just all the above a little bit of nausea and she's like well you know I've uh, never diagnosed and seen twins so let me just look she measured she and, and saw two heartbeats have no idea what they were if we if she told me I truly do not remember um 
then she was like you know and she's like trying to hype me up she's like you're gonna you're doing it you're great you're great mama you've got this and I'm like ma'am I have a three-year-old and a 20-month-old at home if you would have told me I was pregnant with twins with my first pregnancy I think I would have been overjoyed still shocked this is my third pregnancy with two kids two fucking babies in there I don't know if I can I, I like just I, I just kept saying I oh my god I don't know how I'm gonna do this I don't I'm like I'm literally still shocked over 24 hours later I think I will be shocked for the remainder of my life that this happened um, but it's not like the feeling of yesterday. I was like, oh my God, my, my husband's going to kill me. He really is not. I was like, he's not. Um, I'm just very concerned for how that's going to go because, um, whew, one we agreed upon. And the only reason I was getting one more kid was so he could have a chance to have a boy. Um, we, two was not in the plan. I have, before we got married, I said I wanted four kids and Vince had always only wanted two. And so I got a third because we had two girls, but, um, guess the universe listened and I manifested four, but this was not how I intended to have four kids. Let me just tell you. And especially living in California, the cost of living is so much, uh, we're going to figure it out, but holy hell we are going to be on a ride for the rest of our lives. Not that we already aren't, but, um, whoo, it's going to be a wild adjustment. So getting back, the nurse practitioner is like, I'm just, I've not ever diagnosed and seen twins. Uh, let me go and get a colleague. So she comes back in with an OB Obi's like, hi, how are you? And I'm, and I could hear her, could hear Quinn telling her in the hall a little bit that I'm shocked. Whew. She's like, I have twins. And I'm like, yes. However, are they your first? And she's like, they are. They're 21 now. She's like, you can do this. You can get through it. And I'm like, I have a three-year-old and a 20-month-old at home. I just... I'm trying to wrap my mind around the logistics and she, she starts to giggle and she's like, I'm really not laughing at you. It's just, and I'm like, it's okay. I would be laughing too. I can see the irony of it. Like for anyone, for this to happen to anyone, it, it happens to me. Um, and so sure enough, she confirms there's two and I'm like, just fucking make sure there's not three. I would die. Just consider me heart attack deceased right here on the table uh luckily there's only two if another one magically sprouts up i'm done not really but mentally i may need to get checked in somewhere for a hot second and have some very deep intensive therapy we finish up she says, I want to get you in for labs. I'm going to discuss with your OB and then I'll get back to you. You'll hear from me hopefully later today. And you're going to schedule a couple appointments out front. So I go and do that. Also, because I'm having twins, it just complicates everything. Um, 
I will say they both have their own sack, which is really good. It means like it's less risky. I don't know what type of twins they are. And um, I asked because I have high blood pressure. I was like, how does that put things and complicate it? And she's like, it, it does kind of complicate things a little bit more and it's gonna be okay. We'll just continue to monitor it. Ooh, I'm still at, at a loss. So I had gestational hypertension with Edith. I didn't have to take any medicine. It was just monitored and I delivered her at 37 weeks. And I didn't, whatever. I'm gonna say delivered even though I had C-section, I guess it counts. Um, then Evie was delivered at 39 weeks. I was on medicine at that point, and then my blood pressure just shot up and never went back down. Um, it got worse, which apparently is possible. So it's concerning because this time around, it's already happened once before. And who knows, it doesn't happen early in my pregnancy. It happens like midway through, so this will just be very interesting to see. And we'll just hope for the best. So I say toodaloo, I go to the front desk, I'm shocked. Oh, I, before I do that, there's a woman that comes in because I did elect to do genetic and gender because fuck yes, I'm going to find out the gender. Are you kidding me? Like I can keep a secret that someone's pregnant and like, like the gender for somebody else, but I am a nosy bitch for myself. I have to know. I absolutely have to know. Edith, I knew before anyone else. For our gender reveal, everyone knew. Vince knew I knew. I was like, I'm not telling any of you. I am not telling any of you. And then with Evie, I let my best friend hold on to the results and I made it three hours before I peaked because I had that login information. I needed to know. And I went through, I think it was days before we did the gender reveal and we cut through the cake nobody knew I knew and then my dumbass spilled it and was like ah, it's a girl I knew um so I'm no longer allowed to have gender reveals because I will know and spoil I won't spoil it for others just myself I need to know these things um so I'm electing to do that and I can't do it for another couple weeks so this woman is going over it and because I'm having twins I have to have a special type of test and that special type of test is not covered by insurance so it's out of pocket it is what it is I'm doing it obviously I want to make sure we have two healthy babies and also gender like I want to know what to expect like the more I can mentally prep myself for chaos and disaster the better like I'd love to know when I'm delivering. I'd love to know that like there's no NICU stays. Obviously, I'm not going to know any of that or maybe not until closer to. It's just I like to mentally have a grasp of what can happen and what is going to happen before they happen just so I can remain level-headed. And I end with that woman. She was in shock for me. Then I go to check out and I'm scheduling and I think in my state of shock and stupor I told the front desk woman she kind of like fumbled around a couple of times and I was like it's Monday but also I just gave you a lot of information there um, 
She's like, yeah, that's that's shocking. Um, and then the real fun came. I, I was already weak in the knees when I stood up and I'm like walking out and I'm like, oh my God, I have to tell Vince. And Vince is like hanging outside, working, trying to figure out one of the girl's tablet issues. And I'm like walking up and I see him and I'm like, oh my God, I'm gonna cry. I'm terrified to like tell him. And uh, I walk up and he's like, yeah, I gotta go to the bathroom. And I'm like, oh good, okay, you go inside. I'll just mentally prep myself. I didn't tell him, didn't show him anything. He comes back out and I show him the sonogram and I'm thinking he sees too, but he's like, okay, yeah, uh-huh. Okay, I see that. And I'm like, how many do you see there? And he's like, no, didn't even look, no. Twins, no. And He's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm shocked. He handled it so much better than I did. So much better than I did. Um, and honestly still is handling it much better than I did. He, he was like, uh, okay, I, I gotta go to work. And I was like, okay, all right, I'll see you later. And say goodbye to him he goes to work and I'm just sitting with my thoughts with two two girls in the back seat watching Sesame Street and I'm like okay who, who do I need to tell so I call I FaceTime my mom and my dad answers and usually that means that my mom's not right by him she's in another room and I'm like oh hi how are you and he's like I'm good and I was like is mom near and he's like oh yeah she's right here and I couldn't quite see her. And I was like, well, are you, are you guys ready for some news? I like hold up the sonogram and I'm like, do you, how many do you see? And he was like, no. And then starts laughing, twins? And I'm like, yep. And I can just tell my mom's in sheer panic. Like, she are, one was good. Two, whew. I was like, yep, yep, I'm really feeling it. I don't even know what to say. Uh, I could laugh, I could cry, um, shocked. I don't know what to say. And he's like, you'll figure it out, it'll be fine. And it's true, we will. So I hang up with them and I text a couple people pictures, like my mom friends and some other friends. And um, the wild thing was I had talked and I shout out Bridget and I think maybe even at like we I had talked to them maybe even Ashley like the night before and then the morning of twins like that would be a nightmare I literally had nightmares of having twins and then here we are hey guys uh there are two in there I'm having twins and I just want to tell you I may cry I am so grateful to the mom village that I have here because all of them have offered help and how it's very shocking they're also remaining very positive and like lifting me up and that was very nice also of Quinn the nurse practitioner to do so as well um because what else are you supposed to do but I don't think I would be able to do this without them and I hate asking for help I hate 
accepting help and I'm going to have to with this. Just this morning I needed labs and Ashley met me and like hung out in the parking lot with the girls and her two kids um, while I could run in really quick and grab labs and and that was a godsend in itself because there's a chance if I go in with Edith she will flip the fuck out because she thinks it's for her and she's on a okay basis with the doctor but any anywhere else in a doctor's office not cool so I call one of my friends she doesn't answer her and I text her um to show her because I feel like we've talked about it I maybe we hadn't I don't know I feel like we had anyways um and then call my other mom friend to tell her and see what she's doing. And we end up going to Starbucks just so girls can hang out with her kids. And I can just sit with someone and like talk for a hot second slash not be alone. Because this is n news that I was not expecting. And then my friend Steph calls me back and I answer and I just start bawling. It just really hits. Um, almost to the point that I'm like hyperventilating because it's like, I know I can do it. I'm going to do it. We're gonna get through it. It's all the uncertainty that comes along with it and knowing that I'm only one person and I'm gonna have to do all the night feeds, the diaper changes, like that's what I did. Th this is exactly what I did before. I don't foresee getting help for that. I'm hoping I do. Um, the maintaining the house, laundry, etc. And I'm very meticulous as far as keeping certain things clean obviously with kids you really can't do that and my level of clean is not the same standards as others I get that however it really does impact my mental health when things aren't super clean and organized and I need them to be to a certain degree especially with gonna have four kids like that there are so many things that just came up and I really thought about and then what is that going to do with my girls? Like, I don't want them to feel like they're being left out in any circumstance. We're going to have to figure that out. Like, we're going to have to have quality time with them individually. And there, this is a huge blessing, I know. It's just not what I expected. Um, I feel like there's a lot of uncertainty and complications that come with it. There's a huge fear of unknown. And then just realizing how thin I already sometimes feel and knowing that it's going to get more challenging. I'm going to make it work. I always make it work. And you have to. And as moms, I feel like that's just what we do. You jump in head first and you figure it out. And that's what I'm going to do. And I'm really looking forward to down the road. 
I just know realistically, like the first year, it's going to be rough, probably for all. And that's another thing that just keeps coming up. I really like the routine that we have as far as like getting out, enjoying ourselves, going to the safari park. And I absolutely plan on getting out. Like I cannot stay cooped up in my house. Like it just does not work for my mental health. It does not work for the girls. Um, We have to get out. So I will be doing that hopefully as soon as possible. I'm just thinking it's gonna be hard because I'm due June 28th. Obviously it's gonna happen much sooner than that just because of my history of hypertension as well as having twins. I mean, realistically, there's no way I'm going to 40 weeks. And we're at the end of June, that's gonna bring us into July. July and August are very hot months in San Diego. And even September, like, and I'm just always hot. So I'm mentally trying to wrap my mind around what to expect. And I know nothing is fully gonna prepare me I just know we're going to have to get out of the house. And at some point, when I my sister was working yesterday, so I couldn't FaceTime her and tell her. Um, she was like, so are you going to move back home? And I said, I really don't know. And to be truthful, I didn't even tell her this. I don't think my mental health could handle it. Realistically, I would love my family to grow up and know my sister and my parents more however the and the mom friends that I have back home are great they all work I don't have a huge support when it comes to that my sister works my nephew's in daycare my parents still work I mean my mom's like kind of phasing out at my dad's shop and like taking more time for herself because my dad continues to choose to not retire and that's 100% his decision. Um, but realistically, I can't deal with staying inside. And you have the winters and then you have the summers, which are hot, but they're just also so humid. You don't want to be outside. And seasonal affective disorder is so real without having kids with having kids and not being able to get out of the house i just i don't think it's realistic i mean we are paying a small fortune to live in san diego and i know we're depriving ourselves of having a home sooner and having a bigger savings there's many things that like the quality of life in illinois for what vince's salary could afford us is much different but I don't think anything's going to be able to compare to how I feel mentally here like the ability to it's not raining for the majority of the time and we can just get up and go to a park or we can get out and go walk or go to the zoo go to the safari park where you have the winter where it's gray skies for months on end with a hint of sun every so often like a day or a couple hours and you have the snow the cold it it just I don't think I can do it. And I have built such a beautiful village of moms and mom friends and just friends in general here that I feel okay. And for now, I think that's where we are. I'm 
excited. I'm scared. It really, I guess my mom didn't sleep very well last night, which not surprising. Like I know she's nervous about it. And at one point she had asked me when I called them later yesterday, she's like, does your car even fit four car seats? And I was like, well, yes, the Palisade does fit, fits seven people. Um, and I was talking to her this morning and I'm like, traveling back to Illinois twice a year, that's going to look a little different with that many kids. I can't fly by myself. Not that she's ever wanted me to fly by myself, but there's always been that, okay, if I need to go home, even if I had one more, I'll have one of them on my lap and then the other two can sit in a row with me. That's no longer the case. There are just so many logistics that like everything changes and we'll make it work. We will. We're renting the place right now. It's two bedrooms, two and a half baths, and we have it for a great deal. We're going to stick it out here for at least another year, and honestly, it's going to be okay. The kids are going to be, the twins will be in our room for a year. The girls have a toddler bed, a crib, a long dresser, a tall dresser, and a full in their room. And if people came to stay, they could stay in our room, and then we could just bring the twins pack and plays because or bassinets whatever we end up deciding into their room might be weird but we can make it work just things are gonna look different and that's okay I'm working on getting used to it I'm accepting that it is a blessing it's just so shocking and within that even last night Vince was talking and he's like I just want to let you know if I don't get a boy out of this I will be very upset and he goes not at anyone specifically not at you not at anyone just just know that that is going to happen and I'm like well I mean your odds are higher we are having two so at least hopefully one of them will be a boy because if not god help me like when we had Edith um he was upset for like a solid couple days and I mean I understand gender disappointment is real I really wanted a girl because I wanted to name her after my daughter or my my grandma and then with Evie he handled it much better because he's like I already know what it is like with a daughter I love Edith another one's gonna be great and the only reason we tried for a fucking third was to hopefully have a boy because he wanted a boy. And I mean, I could care less about what the gender is. But now, if not one of them is a boy, oh dear God. It's going to be a rough time for a hot second. And I understand. I do. Uh, I'm just shocked. I think there are so many our bodies as women are amazing and my body will grow these two babies. It's just I can't even imagine how uncomfortable I'm going to be and all the extra appointments now that I'm having twins. Just like there are so many things that I just was not expecting. I think 
the shocking part is just the fear of the unknown and having something in my mind that I was like, you know, I've been through this before. It's going to be fine. Like, literally, that's what I was thinking yesterday morning before the appointment. I was like, this is a walk in the park. It's going to be fine. And then, whoo, this is, this one's not going to be a walk in the park. And I am done. Vince last night was like, I am signing up for a vasectomy like now, which he already had planned on. But like, he's like, I'm getting one now. And just the stress of like the way the U.S. is as far as like paid paternity leave. It really sucks. California does have one, but it's a percentage of your pay. And what's really difficult is he had it. He had a month fully paid paternity leave when he worked with Caterpillar. And then when we moved out here, Caterpillar moved him out here to their sister company after his program and like permanently placed him at solar. They don't have the same. It, it's through the state of California. They have no paid maternity and paternity leave. So it was quite the shock when we were going to have Evie and Vince is like, I don't have any paid paternity leave. I got a month with the same company. Like they're sister companies. All of our benefits or all Vince's benefits, our insurance, etc., says Caterpillar. This is the only thing that we have found so far that's different and it's so bad. And now Caterpillar has two full paid months of paternity leave and solar has nothing you go through the state of california and i'm don't know if vince will take it because he won't get his full paycheck um and that's just so frustrating because we could use all the help we can get and this country just is like eh fuck those parents they'll figure it out like just wild there are so many things that are uncertain and thank god um his open enrollment for his insurance was last it ended on last friday and we have an hsa and i was like put the full seven grand towards the hsa because that is your full out-of-pocket max it used to be six thousand now it's seven thousand it went up a thousand dollars um everything went up this past or for this next year and it's like thank god we did that at least it's tax free we know it's there we knew we were gonna already pay it um and we've come very close the last four years we've paid what 20 2020 2021 2022 and honestly we're about to hit that so for the past four years, we've paid $6,000 towards our out-of-pocket max. And then next year, we'll absolutely hit seven. Just wild when thinking about it. And then needing an additional car seat. The stroller situation, I don't know. We are going to get a wonderful wagon and have a baby carrier on one side because as of this year, to my understanding, it started this year that they came out with it like a a clip in and then the other the girls can sit on the other side well that's not gonna work with twins well it's just we're gonna figure this out I'll figure it out I'll figure out what works for me it's just I need to do research I'm still at a state of shock 
I could laugh, I could cry, I could be overwhelmed. It explains why I've been having so many wild, well, I'm going to say it explains why I'm having so many wild dreams, but people with singles, single pregnancies, have nightmares, etc. too. It's just, I'm going to use that as it explains why I felt so weird and horrible last week, and now I don't, I don't know just so many things and then the thought of am I gonna have enough like I tried to pump with or I tried to breastfeed with Edith and Evie that the breastfeeding part didn't go well so I just immediately turned to pumping I had not enough supply for Edith not even worth it and then with Evie I was just enough and then finally at seven months I like stopped because my mental health and my physical health was taking a toll from breastfeeding and now I'm going to have two and I hope to God I'm able to like support both of them with a milk supply and we'll just we'll see so if you've listened this long I want to thank you and thank you for listening with me on shock you wanted to share it. I almost shared it yesterday, but I was afraid I would like to start bawling in the middle of it and not be able to control myself. I'm sure I will be documenting this journey because holy hell, what a shock. I mean, motherhood can be that way anyways, but just the idea of having two, I think it's going to be good in a sense when I think about it because I was kind of concerned Edith and Evie are very close. Granted, we're going through a doesn't want to share right now. And Evie wants to do whatever Edith is doing. And then Edith doesn't want to share. It's kind of a mess. But then my concern has been, well, a third is a little bit more of an age gap. And then what if there's one left out? Well, I guess no one's getting left out, hopefully, this time. There there are wonderful things about this. It's just, wow. Wow. And I don't think I've addressed it um, before I end this. One of the big questions I got yesterday was, do twins run in your family? Well, my ignorant ass literally was under the impression that it was the spouse's side of the family that had twins. So yes, in case that question came to mind and it was not answered, my aunt and my great aunt both had twins and again I was always under the impression that it was the twins that ran in the spouse's side of their family however who the hell knows yet then again Vince's mom when she was visiting um, about two months ago had said something about twins and potentially running in his family so who knows what a shock Maybe it was a miraculous coincidence, but oh my God, it's going to be fine. We're just going to go from a family of four to a family of six, literally overnight. And we'll roll with the punches and make it work because we have to. And that's what we do with one. As it is, it's just... There will be two.
I want to thank you all again so much for listening and sharing this time with me. And I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. The next time you hear from me, I don't know what the what the agenda will be as far as topic. However, I can tell you that I hope to God it has nothing to do with how shocking of a ride of news this was. And maybe again, that's just me because, you know, I'm the one experiencing it. But I swear to God, there will not be a Oh my gosh, I'm having triplets. I would die. (laughs) Enjoy the rest of your week.